What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the LA Soccer Hub Show. My name is Gio Garcia. Uh, coming down, man. Last month here, almost here, almost here to October. Last month uh, of footy here in MLS regular season. Um, we're here joining me once again. We got Justin. Doing Justin, well, man. Doing? Excited for uh, another big week of football. It seems like we're back, cram packed again with these back to back. You know, two, three games a week almost, rather than we had a little one one a week. Uh, break there it seemed but not anymore we're back into it yeah and obviously you know big, especially big week from for LAFC they just they just faced the union which they tied um scoreless they got they got a they got a point out of it and obviously this Wednesday here in a couple of days they're gonna fade they're gonna face Tigres for Campeones Cup and also I think Sunday they face RSL so it's a, it's a long stretch of games um what, what are your thoughts on this week for LAFC obviously still Traveling east, but getting a point, and it's still good. And now you have two tough opponents. Yeah, up. I mean, it's it's a tough one. And I asked Timothy Tillman the same question because it's hard to say because you look at those two games and you say, well, they're two very tough opponents on the road, uh, you know, traveling all the way to the Midwest and then all the way to the East Coast in one trip. Um, and, and you get a point from each. And normally you would say good results in both places, a, a way draw against, you know, tough opponents is, is always good generally. But then you look at the table and you think, well, it's getting harder and harder for LAFC to get back to that number one slot if that's their goal, right? It gets almost impossible now. You're you're not only needing to win basically the rest of your games, but you're relying on St. Louis to drop a couple of theirs as well. Um, and so you can look at them and say, yes, good results because it's tough, but it's also, it's the first time you've had back-to-back scoreless draws in club history. You know, you're not scoring as many goals as you used to as a team. Um, there's a lot of things that you can look at. So yeah, I, I think there, you can look at it from both sides for sure. Yeah, no, and especially with them a lot going on and obviously they don't want to, that's a, you also want to look, look at first place, look ahead, but also you, Everybody's mm-hmm. behind you, like in the, in the standings. If you look at LAFC, they're in second place with 45 points. Seattle's in third with 45 points. Houston Dynamo in fourth with 43 points. RSL in fifth with 43 points. Portland in sixth with 42 points. And even Vancouver and San Jose with 41 points. They're all right in the mix. So LAFC has conti- needs to continue getting points because um, if they don't, they could fall you know, instead of, instead of staying in second, they can fall down. And I think you definitely like going into the playoffs. You definitely want to stay obviously in, in, the, in the top two or top three. You know, just want to get the home field advantage because that that really is what's going to set you apart once you go in, in deep into the playoffs. Yeah, it's going to be a tough stretch of games. You know, we're talking about Tigres. Obviously, they want to win that game because they haven't won a trophy this year. And that's an opportunity for them to get what, like an international trophy, quote unquote. And obviously, then you got then you got Arcel, who's, you know, biting at your ankles ankles to try to to try to move up in the standings a uh, very 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 um tough thing to navigate but look that's what this uh, this club was built for that's what the these aspirations to have like a tough schedule i don't think anybody expected how busy it really it really was going to be for lafc and then you mentioned the thing about them not being able to score as many goals i think that's been the, the kind of like the thing we've we've seen obviously with the departures of certain players um you know they had to mix in a couple players in and i think you know that that they're not losing games, but they're not they're not winning. So we'll we'll see how this finishes it off. But like, let's talk about this Tigres game. 
uh, matchup on Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, first, I, I think you hit the nail on the head. LAFC might need to start looking down that table rather than up it because they're closer to falling out of the playoff race, really, than they are uh, to winning the West, which is a crazy thing to think about when they're in second place. Um, Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But as far as Tigres, you're right. It's it's an interesting predicament here because LAFC have been so focused on that playoff race and every other team in MLS essentially is just focused on that with the exception of, of course, Houston and Inter-Miami who have that U.S. Open Cup as well on the same night, by the way, this Wednesday as Campeones Cup, which is just the worst scheduling you can imagine uh, Two big finals like that on the same night. Um if you're at home, you probably get to watch both of them. But for those of us who have to go to one, we don't get to watch the other. Um, but anyway, it, it's it, it's a little bit difficult because you have to switch mindsets and and completely shift focus, right? Because LAFC always talks about the players and Steve Schrenner always talk about, well, we're only focused on the game ahead of us. Well, if that's true, then you're you haven't been even thinking about Campione's Cup until now. Now you have to completely switch your track of mind to focus on Campione's Cup and forget about the regular season for right now, which is just a difficult thing to do when you have four games left and you're um, in the middle of a, a, a you know tight race as we've just discussed. So it's going to be uh, very interesting. And, and then you have to face a Tigres team who uh, just came off a Derby win, 3-0 uh, against Monterrey. Big win for them. They're obviously a, a Liga Mekis giant. And you you know want to get that revenge from the CCL final in 2020. But it, it's going to be a, a really tough task for LAFC, I think. Yeah, <clears throat> Tigres is looking, I mean, amazing. You know, the <laughs> last three games, these are the score. They won 3 0, they beat Atlas 2 0, and then they beat Caretaro 5 0. It's just been a thrashing on their part. Like, they're, they are rolling, and it's not going to be an easy game for LAFC. And I kind of just want to talk about like, just like the, the cup mm -hmm. uh, uh, um, as a whole, right? Because I know you, you and I had, like, I guess, different takes. But I think this is more, this is more important to LAFC than Tigres, mm. I would say. Not saying that Tigres is not going to come in here and not want to win the trophy, but I I mean Tigres has won this year. They won they won Liga Mekis this year, you know. Um they've they've had, you know, that they've been one of the most dominant clubs in Liga Mekis for the last number of years. Um in Campeones Cup, I mean, they've won other other trophies in recent years that are just like bigger. Um and I think Campeones Cup to me it's like it's kind of like an exhibition. I yeah, the best team that won Liga Mekis and the oh, the team that won uh, <clears throat> MLS Cup last year. It's just, it just I, I, obviously like a lot of these games. It's like a money grab to be honest. Um, 
but I know LFC is going to want to win it because look, I think this is their last opportunity or yeah, to beat a big Liga Mekis team. Obviously and you still have like the, the, the champions league, like what in 2020 when they lost to Tigres. Um, but talk to me about why this is so much important. This trophy is important. Yeah, for no, I think you're probably right that it's much more important to LFC than it is to Tigres. Um, because as you say, LFC have never won an international trophy and no, it's not comparable to a CCL obviously, but it is still an international trophy. Um, you know, I would compare it maybe to something like a super cup, which maybe is, is slightly bigger because it's, uh, between two European champions rather than two league champions, but it's the closest uh, comparison I really have. I think it's much bigger than a community shield, which as is really an exhibition, something like that in, in England, where they have uh, the FA cup winner against the premier league winner that, that, and they played at the beginning of the season. I think playing it right here in the middle of the season or the end of the season for, uh, you know, MLS, the mid season for Liga MX that it's, it becomes a little bit bigger. Um, but I, yeah, it, it certainly is a one-off final, and those are never going to be as big as a tournament or uh, a league championship. It's never going to come close, but it is still something that LAFC uh, want to win, and it becomes important, as you say, because LAFC are yet to win something this year, and that is uh, a problem when you're coming off a historic double season, right? So there there are chips on the table for LAFC and the Liga MX uh, talk as well. Can you beat a big Liga MX team? All of this and that. There are talking points for LAFC that I think make it slightly bigger for them than than Tigres, as you say. Yeah, and and to your point, yeah, like we'll see what we'll maybe next year how they where they put this tournament. Um, yeah, because it's so congested for like uh like for for Liga MX and also uh mls teams because of what everything's going on and you mentioned also the open cup is going on too with with so many games that they're just trying to squeeze them in there which is just insane and yeah and I, i'm very interested to see like obviously like obviously you always know carlos villa is going to be motivated for these games he's always is when he when he faces uh the league of Mackey's teams and obviously you're going to see Gignac, you know um and then they also got marcelo flores back they're like they just has a bunch of youngsters uh, and their team, and they're just they're just really really good, and I just don't think this is gonna. I mean, not that anybody thought it was gonna be easy. I think with the current issues LAFC is having with scoring, it could it could either it could be either really close for LAFC or it could just they could get dominated by like another Monterrey club. <laughs> unfortunately, you know, uh, because that Tigres is just so strong, and uh, and obviously I know LFC is gonna come. But like if they come readily and motivated, they're gonna have to score goals. Um, but yeah, I I think obviously to me, Tigres is favored in this one, even even though LAFC's yeah, out. I'm not sure what Vegas is saying, but I would I'm sure you're probably right there. Um, they're high flying, uh, very talented stack team that that's coming into BMO and is yeah, I completely agree with you. As I said earlier, I think it's gonna be a very very tough game for LAFC. So say let's say LFC let's say uh, hypothetically LFC wins. Um, I know a lot of fans have been saying that like you know Steve Sharma hasn't been able to beat a big league in my East team. Is that does that do it for 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 fans or no? Or do you think it, the tournament style needs? needs I guess to you have to ask the fans, but I think uh, it, it's I think it would be a big win for him. It'd be a statement to say you know I can do it in the big moment um, because because yes he won MLS Cup. Um, and that was, you know, a huge game, but it was a bit, you know, lucky. It took the Gareth Bale goal and penalties to to get it done. And 
um, as he's said himself, if it wasn't at BMO Stadium, who knows what would have happened. That's why it's so important that they get as high as they can uh, in the standings this season so that they can get as much home field as they can, because that that is just so important for this team and every team, but uh, this team as well. Um, so it's, yeah, I think it would be a big statement for Sherundolo. Definitely. It depends on, you know, the way that it's done, I think as well, right. If we see, uh, you know, change tactics that, that really influence the game in the way that we have maybe seen over the past few games that he's kind of brought them back, especially against galaxy, um, did a little bit against St. Louis and then certainly changed tactics, obviously against Philadelphia, um, if he does something similar to that and then it, it works out very well for him, that would obviously be a big statement. Um, but he, as you know, he did before the uh, Champions League final, he's rested his team a little bit, right? Not quite nearly the same way. That was a full rotation into the second team. This time he rested Chiellini, Mario Gonzalez, as well as putting uh, Vela, Boanga, and Ilya Sanchez all on the bench. I mean, those are four, if not five of your biggest players, right? Uh, and, and so that is a decision that we're going to see how it impacts the game, right? How do those players play in that in the game? Does the rest help them or does it slow them down? Um, all, all these things are definitely going to have to be talked about once we see how it plays out. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, no, I think they they definitely need the rest too. Um, I think it was smart, obviously, leading it up to, to this game. Um, yeah, their final four games, obviously not talking, not talking about Campeones Cup. They got RSL uh, this Sunday at home. Then Minnesota next Wednesday at home, and then they travel to Austin October seventh, and then they finish off the season October twenty first in Vancouver. Um, you know, two two of those four. I mean, Austin is a very winnable mm-hmm. game. You know, they're 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 down the water. And by the time you know, they're, 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 by the time they play, then they may be eliminated as well. So they may not have anything to play for in that game. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, three three of the next four games are are, are going to be difficult. One of them is very very winnable, um, but yeah, like and, and like I said, ourselves, Minnesota, and Vancouver, are all fighting p- for like playoff positioning essentially, um, along with the LAFC because they're not they're not guaranteed the the, num- the number two spot. I think that's that's going to make it interesting, you know, this this next month a month from now, you know, how the standings shape up and where they where they end up, because I think if they finish obviously second third. You're looking good, but I think uh, top four you get you get home field advantage. But obviously you want to be in the second, third. I think I don't know if they're going to catch St. Louis. I mean St. Louis is looking good. They've been flying all year, but I think if they're the, the second and third, they they have a really good opportunity to go pretty deep in the playoffs. And then you know once you're in the playoffs, any, anything can happen. How, how do you see these next four games for Lafayette? Yeah, I think RSL um, is the best team, but at least you have them at home, and so that that helps. But it's just going to be very difficult, as you say. I think you know LAC usually does well against Vancouver. Uh, I think they just match up really well in those styles that they play um, for LAFC's sake. That is, and so probably three points there. You can probably think against Austin as well, which you know those are those are two big games. If you can get six points from those at the end of the season, right? I believe they're both on the road at the end of the season. Um, that is that, that that's going to you know bring you back from whatever uh, if you can if you drop points in these next two, but. Yeah, I think it is just going to be very interesting because that's the fun of MLS. You can't really predict each result. I think that's why you tune in every week as opposed to, you know, other leagues around the world where you might say, well, I don't even need to wake up at six in the morning to watch, you know, this game, this game, because I already know who's going to win. It might be three, one, or it might be four, one, but I know who's going to win. Right. 
Um, that's not the case in MLS. And I think that's what makes this end of season. And then that decision day is going to be crazy in the Western Conference. You can you can call it now. Decision day is going to be absolute bonkers. Um, but even these next few weeks leading up to that, there's just going to be so much change. LAFC loses a game. They can drop a few spots. They win a game. They'll stay there. Um, so it's going to be, yeah, absolute chaos. I'm ready for it. Yeah, no, it's and, and it's always is the last couple games uh, in the MLS, so that's gonna be exciting. Uh, let's switch things over. Um, mm -hmm. LA Galaxy, who are still looking to get in, um, and they had a what do you want to say? Exciting thriller <laughs> one, a rain delay, um, a lot, lot going on. I did see a couple posts of fans, you know, the fans that traveled out there, tied three three, late game game time goal. I believe it was yeah. Barrios. Let me look. Yeah, Barrios in the ninety fourth minute. Um, you know, like a team that's still looking to get in, you know, they're, they're in the 13th spot, 34 points. Like you mentioned, Austin FC, like they, they completely look dead. Um, what, are, what are your thoughts about this LA Galaxy team? Because they continue to get points. They continue to do things that, you know, they make it interesting, I would say. They, they continue to make it interesting. They always make it interesting at, at the end of the year. They keep, they keep like rising out of the coffin. You think they're dead and then they keep coming up and being like, not quite yet, you know? Uh, and that's what it felt like. Yeah. They were down. They were down three, like one three one. With, I think know, five minutes to go or whatever. And then Jovalich and Barrios. I mean, if they lose that game, they're probably finished. And then they're like, no, but we got a point. We're still there, still in it, still alive. Uh, it's still alive and kicking. It's just, it's, it's really crazy. And the, the weather delay was absolutely bonkers. I think it kicked off at like midnight, basically in Austin. Um, it was just, I mean, talk about MLS after dark that that's bringing it to a whole new level. So, um, I, and then the game lived up to the MLS after dark moniker as well. So yeah, just craziness for LA galaxy. And that's what they've been doing recently. Right. I mean that they seem to play better when they go down. That's been the, the way that galaxy play, right? Come back <laughs> against teams. Good to Minnesota. And you draw, you yeah. come back and you win. That's how, that's how galaxy play, you know, score a goal against them. It'll fire them up. Otherwise maybe they'll, they'll stay asleep. You just got to put the scoreboard to start the game for the Galaxy. Like, yeah, you know how o two. You know, you're down two goals. You know how you when put you're that a kid on the scoreboard because they they when, when you're they a kid turn it up. The opponent scores, or you score a goal and you go up one nil, and then everyone you're running back to half line. Everyone zero zero it's zero zero. No, Galaxy need to start the game like it's one zero yeah, guys. Yeah. It's one zero them. We gotta, you know, <laughs> that's how Galaxy can hype themselves up, man. Yeah. Last game, like late game winning thrillers late game tying goals like if you if you want to get like your emotions going definitely mm. watch a galaxy game like it's up and down it's like you know it's like the 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 emotion of the roller coaster that that they, they go through it, it's, it's, it's it's because insane. they have they like, have talent insane. on the field right i mean and so they all score these goals that you're like wow that that's a nice goal or uh or they just like come out of nowhere but then defensively they're really shaky as well right which often makes for what you're saying <laughs> these crazy games and part yeah. of the reason obviously they're shaky defensively is is injuries which they suffered another one um but it's it's yeah it's that kind of that kind of season for galaxy and uh it's probably going to be that way all the way until the end they got five more games uh five points out right from from playoffs so still in it but it's going to be it's going to be crazy and they're going to need some some help as well as some big wins if they're going to make it yeah look their games are 100 percent exciting i guess even if you talk to some fans 100 percent depressing <laughs> at the same time like you, you you get like the best of both worlds with them like that's what i'm saying you gotta like definitely if, if, if you have 
take your medicine because, man, that, those games are insane, especially to finish out the, the season. But, yeah, look, we'll, we'll see how they, they have, we'll finish. Like you said, like the biggest thing to me, it's been their defense. Um, and I think the last number of years, their defense is also – it's always been the, the, the one key issue that they haven't been able to get down. Obviously, this year is because of injuries and everything that's happened with them. Um, call it unlucky or whatever, but they're, you know, they just haven't been able to get it right on the defensive end. Um, but with that said, you can't count them out until it's completely done. You know, it's completely, completely done because they, they keep, they have, they're there. There was a, they have the, the will to continue on fighting. You know, they, they can continue fighting and until. And that's just we'll what MLS how- is, right? Nine spots per conference. You know, you, you, there's always, a, you're always alive unless you're Colorado. <laughs> no, yeah. Colorado is completely done. Yeah, they have five games left. Next game is at home versus Portland. Then they travel to Seattle. They that got Portland Minnesota. Big, man. That they Portland one. Portland's right around yeah. that area, too, right? So. Oh, my goodness. The, the next five games are tough. They, they got Portland this Saturday. Like I said, October 3rd, 4th, excuse me, next Wednesday versus Sounders, Minnesota, October 7th. And then to finish off the season at home, they got RSL the 14th. And then they travel to – oh, no, and then they got FC Dallas on the 21st. That Dallas game. Just yeah, just imagine that be... Dallas game is on uh, decision day, yeah? Just just imagine. I mean, Dallas right now yep. is in that last playoff spot. Imagine that's a game for playoffs on, on decision day. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting because they they I think the last time they had something like that they were knocked out I think when it was mm. like slot time yeah I think decision day they got knocked out I think it was like a crazy finish they needed a goal or whatever but like yeah. decision day is always fun in MLS it's gonna be fun it's this... tighter than ever this oh, year so it's just it gonna is. be crazy yeah no that's good. Well, with that said, any anything else you'd like to add, Justin, before we hop nah, off I mean, here? You better decide. Are you going to watch uh, LAFC Tigres in, in Campeones Cup? Or are you going to watch uh, Miami and uh, and Lionel Messi? Or are you going to be able to stay home and, and watch them both? That, that's your decision for anybody watching. <laughs> yeah, Wednesday. You, you got you got opportunity to watch both. Yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah, I guess, obviously, if you're not an LAFC or think of a fan, you're definitely, I think you're definitely going to watch the the Miami one. Because Messi's, Messi's going to be playing. Oh, yeah. Messi's going to oh, be yeah, playing. Yeah. Cause he mean, didn't play yeah, against Orlando. That's what, he, that's what they rested him for. And uh, in two months, they can win two big trophies. Absolutely. Two big cup trophies. It's going to be very exciting. I mean, they're obviously big favorites to win it as well. So, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm going to try and tune in as much as I can before before LAFC. But we'll be at the stadium probably by the time that that kicks off. So, yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, Trying try to watch both wouldn't be bad, but yeah, look, don't blame me if you can only watch one. But with that said, guys, if you're in LA, obviously an LAFC fan, definitely go watch the game on Wednesday. It's going to be a good one. I think it is just the LAFC. If not, definitely enjoy it at home. But with that said, for Justin, this is Joe. We'll catch you guys next time. Bye, everybody. Bye.